Skill. We need to talk about love. When you break up with someone, where does the love go? Five evil exes. Self-resentment and oh, how infuriating. This calls for an emergency billionaire. You are going to embody your dream self. Would you ever go back to your first ex? I... It's officially February, which means it's the month of love. All types of love, especially self-love now that you guys are on my little corner of the internet. So you guys sent me questions on Instagram on everything to do with singlehood, dating, relationships, situationships, and your dilemmas. So this video is gonna be split into three chapters. The first one will be diving into your dilemmas. The second one will be spilling the tea on my own dating life and history. And the last chapter will be all about self-love advice. Anyways, some of the questions you guys sent in were wild. So let's get into it while I do my makeup. My problem is that I'm so attached and dependent on my boyfriend and I think I'm pushing him away by always wanting to be with him But I don't know how to be alone by myself and I feel empty girl there's good news and bad news. What do you want first? Anybody vote? What, what are we going first? Okay, let's get the bad news out of the way. You probably have an anxious attachment style, which is why you're suffering with this problem in your relationship. The good news, you can fix this problem and improve your relationship. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to this website and you're going to take the free online five minute quiz to find out what your attachment style is. Answer brutally honestly or you're just wasting your time and this isn't going to work. Signs that you have an anxious attachment style include you feel like you're the one to always initiate everything. You make assumptions about his feelings and his thought process you worry he's losing feelings for you constantly you always yearn for closeness but you feel like your partner doesn't feel the same way and you constantly need reassurance and if that sounds like you then you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna buy this book I had an avoidant attachment and this made sure that I got back to a secure attachment and it up leveled my dating life so much okay you also don't know how to be alone and you feel empty and this can be changed the only way to feel comfortable being alone is to practice it to avoid feeling empty when you're alone plan to do your your favorite thing so you're actually excited for that alone time your alone time is your power you need to have built a life outside of your partner never underestimate the importance and the power that comes with being your own individual outside of your relationship we dated for two years and now he just left me unanswered what am i supposed to do so what i'm getting from this is that your partner of two years ghosted you how infuriating this calls for an emergency billionaire. Everybody listen up. One, press delete on everything. You are not out here trying to ask for explanations or closure or communication because he clearly didn't care enough to give you that same respect. His silence is your closure. You're gonna delete the pics, his number, the text messages, everything, and be absolutely ruthless and cutthroat. Two, catch up. Everything you've put on pause in your life because you were stressing about this person, you are now going to complete, okay? You're gonna compile yourself a to-do list and you are going to complete that to-do list so you can start your brand new life on a clean slate. Three, remember to be gentle and reward yourself. You deserve it. You are incredibly strong for deciding to detach and move on with your life because you know you deserve better. Four, this brings us into self-love. You are now your own soulmate, so you need to act accordingly. Take yourself on dates, spoil yourself, prioritize yourself. Be cutthroat with everyone and everything. Cut out people who don't align with you, who annoy you, who aren't genuine. Unfollow, mute, block, because this new era is all about peace, joy, and true love for yourself. So if that means being alone for a while then so be it every single day is now centered around achieving your dream life you are going to embody your dream self every single day when you wake up in the morning the first thing you're going to ask yourself is what would my ideal self wear do act behave think speak and then you're going to do 
all of those things instead. At the end of this process, you would have leveled up so much that your entire mindset will be built on confidence and the reassurance that nobody can F with you ever again because you got yourself always. This villain era is for you to get your shit together, level up, make sure you're now out of your exit league, take your power back and laugh way more than you cry. I'm struggling to get over my ex even though I know he wasn't the one. Raise your hand if you've ever experienced this. Everybody is raising their hands right now. I feel for you girl, okay? It took me eight months to get over somebody that I knew wasn't meant for me, but in those eight months, I learned a few tips and tricks on how to make that process a lot faster. It starts with feeling your feelings because the more you suppress your emotions and try to pressure yourself into moving on super fast, the more prolonged the healing process is gonna be and that's just pain for you down the road. Two, you're gonna make a list. This is my personal favorite, okay? This list is gonna be split into two. The first half, are all of the reasons as to why they're a bad person, why the relationship would never work, why you're so glad you broke up, all of the horrible things they might have done to you if they were super toxic. And then the second half of the list are all of the reasons why you're better off without them, why life is gonna get better without them. And also you're gonna list all of the qualities that your dream partner, your like soulmate has. And whenever you miss them or you're starting to romanticize the relationship, and you're thinking of texting them again, you're going to look at this list and you're gonna be reminded as to why they don't deserve you and also what you are looking forward to and how life is gonna get so much better for you. Three, this is the hardest one, but it's so necessary. Delete everything. This is gonna make sure that you're not romanticizing the relationship and nostalgia doesn't get the best of you because it's very tempting to always look back on the pictures and romanticize only the good parts of the relationship and slowly start to forget all of the bad that happened. Don't let that happen to you. Four, throw yourself into friends, new social settings, opportunities, and hobbies. Breakups equal a new phase of your life. And it's now your responsibility to make sure that this is the best life you could have ever experienced. When you're having fun, trying new things, and evolving as an individual, you won't be thinking of the past, trust me. And five, do things that make you feel good and raise your vibration. You can eat ice cream, listen to Adele, and watch sad movies all day, but that phase eventually has to come to an end, and when it does, you can never turn back. Even when you occasionally miss them, which is normal, instead of turning to sad songs to comfort you and fetishize your sadness even more, you're going to do things that actually make you feel good on the inside out. You're going to accept that uncomfortable feeling, recognize that it's normal, but also that it will pass. And instead you're gonna change this narrative from a sad one to a I'll be okay one. Plus people are merely experiences. They don't owe us anything and those experiences don't last forever. And honestly, this mindset truly saved me because I started thinking like, I'm just really grateful that I got to experience your energy for the timeline that I did. Is it sad that it's over? Of course, but I also know that now I'm gonna move into a new season of my life and things are gonna get better and align with me even more. So I'm even more excited for that. And to finish this question off, I have an entire in-depth video on my YouTube channel on how to get over somebody, so check that out. I don't know if he likes me because we have good chats and laughs and always make eye contact. You sound exactly like 15 year old me. So I'm gonna answer this question as if I'm speaking to my younger self and telling her everything I wish I knew when I felt that same exact way. So you have good combos and laughs and you're looking at each other and it's cute and it's romantic and it feels good, right? 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because until this boy mans up, tells you how he feels and doesn't leave you guessing, you couldn't care less. The more time you spend trying to figure out what a man's perception is of you and whether he's interested in you or not, the more you lose yourself. You are the priority here, okay? And you hold the highest standards for yourself and your life. You are not interested in playing the guessing game or making the first move or trying to make him chase you. Instead, you are out here doing everything you possibly can to create the best possible life for yourself. And if he wants to be a part of it, then he better step up and say it. That is the mindset I wish I had at 15 years old. It would have saved me so much time and pain and heartache and like self-resentment and oh i spent so much time trying to figure out if boys like me back and i really wish i didn't but my true take is yes if a guy is having good chats with you and making eye contact and you're getting those feelings yes there is a chance that he might like you or maybe he's just being polite and super friendly because he enjoys talking with you you never really know honestly it's quite hard to tell with those signs but i wish you the best of luck oh now we're gonna spill some tea what is the longest relationship you have been in i've been in one two three i have five five evil exes nah i'm, I'm joking i'm joking so yes, I have five exes, four of these exes. Yeah, those relationships lasted three months. All of them, three months. At the three month mark, exactly, I dumped them. Not even intentionally, they just all ended at the three month mark, which is an actual thing. Let me educate you. Three months is an actual measure to figure out whether somebody genuinely likes you or not because three months is exactly how long the honeymoon or the infatuation stage lasts. Infatuation is not real interest or love. Each person's true colors and intentions finally start showing at the three month mark because nobody can keep faking it for much longer than that. People can quite literally keep up the cutesy act and act like they like you just out of pure boredom and loneliness for three months. And after that, things just slowly start to fade away if the connection was disingenuine. Anyways, my longest relationship was actually my worst, most toxic relationship. It lasted for one year and it lasted so long because I was being manipulated for the entire duration of the relationship and I was also trapped in a trauma bond. A trauma bond is basically when you're in a relationship with a narcissist and they kind of reel you in with constant highs and lows of your relationships. So like one day you get the most love, affection and romance that you could have ever received in your whole life. And then the next day they tell you that your worth is the equivalent to a piece of gum stuck to the bottom of their shoe. It's not cute, girl. Okay, sis was genuinely traumatized. And I know what you're thinking, you know, that sounds crazy. Why would you stay with someone for a whole year with that? But it's an actual thing. Like, that causes a trauma bond, which makes you addicted to the person. You get addicted to the highs and lows, and it makes it incredibly hard to leave. I was basically sold a dream, and I just kept chasing it for over a year. Is it okay to be friends? with an ex early on in my dating life i debated this question so much and rightfully so because to quote carrie bradshaw when you break up with someone where does the love go i have tried to stay friends with three out of five of my exes and it failed horrifically like it ended up in a worse place than when we initially broke up and as a saying if you can be friends with an ex then that means either you're still in love with them or you never were because realistically you cannot genuinely love someone move on and still have them in your life as a friend it just doesn't work also out of respect for your future partner like your real soulmate you should not be hanging out with your ex right move on with your life you are the main character focus now on reaching your new storyline 
New characters, location, plot, setting, job, opportunities, you name it. Do not under any circumstances allow the past to stay with you when you can go, change your life, level up and flourish as a completely new person. Being friends with an ex after the breakup is a way for you to stay emotionally invested in them so you never actually get over the breakup. And it might feel comfy in the beginning, but you are granting yourself so much more suffering in the long run. At the end of the day, you broke up for a reason. Even if your ex wasn't toxic, you can still politely leave them in the past because all they're gonna do is drag you down. You can definitely be civil with an ex, but don't invest time and energy into a broken relationship when you can go and find something that aligns with you more. You owe yourself that much. Because the question of what if about your ex will always linger if you decide to stay in their life. A healthy breakup always involves detachment and space and time away from each other. And being friends with an ex doesn't allow any one of those things. Would you ever go back to your first ex? If I had a strong desire to cry myself to sleep every night, then yes, I would run back to the ex because that is exactly what that relationship was like for me. So no, I wouldn't go back to the ex because he was a textbook narcissist and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. To be in a relationship with a narcissist or to have a narcissist ex because they never leave you alone, bro. We broke up in January 2020. It is exactly three years later and he is still in my emails, like consistently over the last three years. And to quite literally quote Scissor, also, I just don't believe in going back to exes. This one or any of my other four, I just never would. Do you prefer to date within your culture? Why or why not? I don't know. Every single person I've dated has been Indian, but like unintentionally. I was never trying to always date within my culture. It just always ended up being that way. And in summer 2022, I literally tried to go out of my way to date somebody that was outside of my culture. I was like, I need to switch it up and try something different because clearly Indian boys are not working out very well for me. And it was not it. It just was not it. I actually tried that two times um, with both people. It lasted two days each, talking stage wise. So yeah, I'm definitely not closed off to dating outside of my culture I do think dating inside of your culture has its benefits like you instantly have things in common you like get each other off the bat but also if I were to date like a Hispanic Japanese or even a French guy I think that would be amazing dating really gives you the chance to learn a lot more about yourself and I think it's important to step out of your comfort zone when dating I am actually currently dating somebody who is Indian who is within my culture okay my makeup is now all done and we're on the final section of the video which is me essentially forcing you to start loving yourself how to stop looking to date in order to truly focus on yourself and your own healing journey love this question delete the dating apps clear out your snapchat contacts and leave the boys in your dms on red now set yourself a time period and a promise for me, I did one year of no talking stages, sex or dating. Yours can be three months, however long you want. And make it a competition. You now have something to prove to yourself. Literally set a bet with yourself. Where you're saying, I can stay single for this amount of time without slipping up to show myself how much I really mean to myself and how much I'm going to make myself a priority in my life. And restricting yourself from flirting and dating is difficult. Trust me, been there, felt it. I used to be a serial dater. It was very hard to adjust to the no dating or talking stages life. It won't be easy and yes you will be tempted to go back and start dating again but the only way to get past this hurdle is self-control and discipline. There's no other way around it. You have to do it and just remember you owe this much 
to yourself. When you stop dating and now your intention is to heal, your time instead will be committed to shadow work, journaling, meditating, hobbies, passions, spending time with your loved ones, working out, solo dating, self-care, self-love, inner child healing and goal setting so that you can flourish and become your best self. Most importantly, in this phase, you'll truly learn how to enjoy being alone to the point where you won't even miss dating anymore. What does unconditional self-love mean to you? It means showing myself love, care, affection, and most importantly, acceptance in every single situation. For example, I have an acne breakout. I'm not gonna feel ugly or shame. I am still that girl. I am still beautiful and deserving, and I deserve to feel confident no matter what. I messed up or made a mistake. I am a human. I deserve forgiveness and compassion. I'm not gonna beat myself up about it or dwell on how much of a bad person I am because I made a mistake, which is normal. It means never chasing anybody because I am so concerned with living a fulfilling life that I simply do not have the time or allowance to give my energy to chasing people. It's knowing I'll have my own back no matter what. That no matter what happens, I'll never put myself down, judge myself, doubt myself, or hold myself back in life by assuming I can't do certain things. It's about having the most positive self-perception. I genuinely believe I can do anything I put my mind to, therefore I can go anywhere I want in life. Most people are held back by their perception of themselves. Don't let it be you. Self-love saves you from that. Ultimately, unconditional self-love is taking care of my current self and my inner child. I am my own parent, best friend, sibling, and soulmate. And I live every day treating myself just like that. And that brings us to the end of this video. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I loved filming it and answering your questions. If you guys have anything else you wanna say, feel free to comment below or DM me on Instagram at Tam my dms are always open i hope you guys have a wonderful february and you've planned something for yourself on valentine's day whether you're single or taken and just remember to subscribe because february there's gonna be a lot of content on this youtube channel i've already planned to take myself on a solo date on valentine's day i'll be vlogging it and posting it here i'm gonna be releasing a video on how to be happy being single on valentine's day so stay tuned and don't miss a beat and i'll see you in the next video i appreciate you bye